Good VNVs. Welcome to the Wings and Wrist Podcast. I am your host, Wingless Valkyrie, and this is my host, Rifixix. See, I didn't mess it up this time. Look at that. Last time I got that all back ass backwards, but this time, nah bruh. We we good. We okay. We 100 percent golden and we are here live for you all. Say hello, Rifixix. How you doing today? You're muted. Good try though. <laughs> It would be co-host. Co-host. Uh, that is that is correct. It, it would be. It would indeed be co-host. You done um, fucked up. I fucked up again. I fucked up in a different way this time, but I still fucked up. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. Since when is that not a normal thing? This is very true. This is very true. <laughs> um, I have a curious question for you, Rafixix. I think I might have asked you this already, but I'm going to ask you this again. Um, is it possible at all for you to bring your microphone closer to your mouth? Um, probably not. I assume, eh? Let's see. I can if, move things like this, and then potentially. Have that's okay. Down. Like, if you but, can't, no worries. Because we, I, I can hear you. Here. Yeah, even that's a lot better. Just because, um, when I was listening, I'm gonna get to the, uh, another reason why this kind of ties in but i was listening to the podcast that we just did earlier and i was um comparing the audio to other podcasts just so i can kind of match the quality and style and everything and um most podcasts uh the voices are exceptionally clear and they're very close to the microphone and it makes it for a very compelling thing to listen to um and mine was pretty okay mine was decent i even had the microphone closer to my mouth this time but your voice it was just so different than mine it was very. It was like a hard slap every time you spoke, just because it was so distant and airy. So I'm just trying to oh. figure that. Okay, <laughs> no, nothing against you. It's just because your microphone is so far away from your mouth is all. So, and I understand. Like when we're gaming, that's totally understandable. Because otherwise, you get clickety click. Those were screaming our heads off. Like that monkeys. too. You're screaming and there's a lot of <laughs> clicking, and like you're fucking zero and twelve, and you're like fucking goddamn shit, please, and you don't want to be right up against the microphone doing that. So, I totally understand. <laughs> So, but that's a lot better. Even just that close is even much better. So, thank you for that. Uh, Lord Ghost Cat says, I cannot 100% say that I am 100% positive that the music won't get muted, but they haven't gotten taken down from YouTube, so I don't see why Twitch would bap them. That is true, and I double-checked the, the, the little description on the playlist, and the person who uploaded them um, claimed that they didn't own the music, and they had gotten it from somewhere else, and they they're not monetizing it or anything which is good but also not good because if they're not monetizing it then YouTube wouldn't bap them because they're not trying to make money off of them so they can't tell if they're copyrighted but the user also said it wasn't their music so if they're uploading music that's not theirs and they're not getting bapped for it then it should be fine but I guess the true tale will be if after we're done this stream and I go try to download it and Twitch is all like, hey, by the way, your entire stream audio is muted. You can still visually watch it. And I'm like, oh, that's great for a fucking podcast. Thank God I can watch the podcast instead of listen to it. Oof. Thank Christ. Thanks, Twitch. So we'll see. <laughs> um, speaking of the podcast, just before we go on, um, some of you may or may not have noticed, probably not a whole lot of you since the podcast is starting to get off its feet once again but last week's podcast did not make it onto anchor i'm aware that is completely onto my fault um most of the time what i did with the old podcast is once the podcast was done i would strip it from twitch i would just simply upload it to youtube and then back when i was trying to use soundcloud for it for a little bit i would then just upload the audio portion of it straight from youtube 
to SoundCloud, and it worked out great. No editing involved. However, last week's podcast, for the good start of it, for 20 minutes, I was fucking around with Refix6's webcam, and there's a lot of technical difficulties that I did not set up for. So... I was editing those parts out, and I wanted to make sure I didn't edit out any important stuff we talked about in terms of, like, E3 events or anything, so um, I didn't quite get that done in time. I was able to get the edited video up onto YouTube, that's now live on YouTube for everybody to watch, but I haven't got the audio portion onto Anchor yet, because I still was compressing it and mastering it. However, last week's uh, podcast will be up on Anchor and any other podcast apps you listen to, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, June 19th, and this podcast you're currently listening to or watching will be up the Wednesday, June 20th. So, 100%, now that I have that all figured out, and we're going off. So, without further ado, welcome to the back to the podcast, thank you guys for being here, and no technical difficulties right off the bat, everything is working well, so, there we go. Uh, Lord Ghost Cat says, well, at the current volume the music is playing, it would probably be hard to detect even if it would get bopped. That is true. As long as me and Refixix keep talking over top of the music, Twitch can't, like, zero in on it and be like, I hear ya. Copyrighted and muted. So this is reliant on me to continue talking. I'm going to be honest, not a hard thing for me to do. And Refixix to continue talking. I don't know about him, though. <laughs> That's different. That's a different story altogether. <laughs> It's not that I don't have things to say, it's that it's, you're usually talking. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? I, w- I will say, the things you talk about are very, very thought out and methodical and very well structured and worded. Mine, fucking rambling on for days of just whatever happens is like, snap, brain, snap, mouth, and it just goes. I can see you leaning into your word there. diarrhea. Exactly. That is the entirety <laughs> of, of, of me. It's a word diarrhea. And you're very thoughtful and methodical, which I wish I was, but I'm not. So that's why you're my better half. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. <laughs> no problem. I got you anytime. That's good. All right. So um, I didn't, I had an idea for a topic today. However, I don't know if I want to do so because that's not really a topic per se. It's more of a just a fun little weird exercise. But unless you have any other random things off the top of your head you'd like to speak about Refixix, I'd open this up to you. Anything cool and interesting on your mind? Kind of. I mean, there's the... We didn't see the ending... Or Last week, we were before E3. Or were we after? I don't remember, but I remember we were like... I was waiting for the, uh, the Nintendo uh, E3 conference. Yes. Yes, you were. And I'm both impressed and not impressed with how that went. Okay, because again, I never watched the conference, so this is all you. Yeah. Uh, one, we got Smash. Hell yeah, feels good. For the Switch, even better. Uh, two, uh, there was... For, this is for bad things. Uh, Metroid Prime wasn't really kind of touched on at all. Which, to be fair, if it's not a complete game and they don't want to say anything, that's fine. But it's more like, oh, that kind of sucks. Because I remember, was it last year? That they teased Metroid Prime Four, I think it was. I have no, I have but, no idea. But, eh, I don't know. Um, frick. There, oh yeah, and there's another uh, Fire Emblem game coming as well, which I'm excited for. Cool. I'm assuming this is all for the Switch. Hey, eh? it would have to be. Would it be for anything else? I don't know. Maybe Nintendo's still <laughs> making games for the Wii U or something. I don't know. Nintendo does what it, no. Nintendo does what it wants, man. I don't freaking know. I don't follow that closely to Nintendo stuff. 
Yeah, that's, that's I really should, enough. but I don't. Well, they're getting a lot more games for the Switch, so that's great. Which I'm not good. happy that they put Fortnite on the Switch. But, but that, that's... that's Fortnite. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, from a business standpoint, it's really like... A, like, of, of course they're going to do it. Like, Fortnite as big and massive and as readily available as it is because it is a free-to-play game as it is and how big the game has gotten if if you're a big massive game developer with a very with the most popular game in the world right now and you go to Nintendo and you're like hey can we port our game over to your console to a sell more units of our game which for which are free and for you to sell more units of your switch which is not free like of course they're gonna be like hell yeah let's do it from a business standpoint it's a no-brainer. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat of you as like I really wish the Fortnite and Battle Royale hype dies really soon because I'm sick and tired of all these different game companies coming out and being like, "Yo, Battle Royale for this game or Battle this game's gonna have a Battle Royale mode." It's just like I, I am so over it. The hype was so quick and it's happening all over the place. It's gonna crash and burn real quick, real fast, which I'm thankful for, and I know it's going to, especially now that the lawsuit between Blue Hole. The company that made um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds is now suing Fortnite for copyright infringement. And no, I'm serious. That that's a thing. I'm 100% serious. They, Blue Hill is suing Fortnite for copyright infringement of their battle royale game. And on surface level, that sounds dumb as hell, and it sounds stupid as hell. But and even deeper, it sounds even more retarded. No? It, yeah. <laughs> and that was my first experience too, because I was like, okay, Blue Hole is just mad that. Player Unknown Battlegrounds was the biggest battle royale game for the longest time, and then Fortnite kind of stormed in and made their game free to play and just took them by storm. And they're just, you know, salty bitches and they're coming after them. But as true as that may be, the this is a bit of legal terms for you guys. The the copyright claim was filed not in America. It was filed in in a um oh, I can't, was it South Korea or China? I think it was. I think it was I think it was China. It was filed in China because Blue Hole Corp is a Chinese-based company, whereas um, Epic Games, the makers of Fortnite, are an American-based company. And in China, the copyright claim laws are very, very different than they are in America. Thank you, Krampus, for the four bits, four cents. Appreciate ya. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so, anyways, so unfortunately. Player Unknown Battlegrounds Blue Hole has the hometown advantage for filing within their own country against the American company. And if any of you have ever seen Chinese or Korean ripoffs, Korea, not China, it is in Korea. Okay, thank you, Krampus. So in Korea, if any of you have seen Asian ripoffs of anything American, it's oh. it's everywhere. You, like you'll see stuff, and you're like, that is such a strict, complete ripoff and just duplicate of another thing from America. But the thing is, they can't dispute it because the copyright claims are very, very different in in Asia and Korea. So, um, I don't. Want, I'm not going to go into full, full details about it because it's very, very complicated, and I can't remember all the details. But the big things that stuck out to me is because the copyright claims are so, so different in Korea than they are in America, and they're not as strict and as hard about making things. Um, like it's not unique. so as exactly as unique and nitty picky that blue hole is a very very strong 
case against Fortnite simply because it is a battle royale and they use guns and players and a shrinking force field thing. Those things alone give Blue Hole the advantage over Fortnite and because Blue Hole's game came out first and Fortnite was already a game in itself and then made a battle royale mode for Fortnite after PUBG. Those Mm. things in Korea law give them a really big advantage. So the funny thing is as stupid and hilarious as that copyright claim is, the sad thing is it could actually go in favor of Blue Hole and Fortnite Battle Royale would either have to A, be taken down or B, be vastly changed in like character design, map design, guns, weapons, everything would have to change so drastically and significantly that they could not copyright claim it. But like is it worth it to change it that much because when your player base is as accustomed to the game as it is and it is a esports game now you can't oh. make exactly you can't make those big of changes to an esports game now without your player base and your professional players being like with all these massive massive changes why bother keep playing why bother adapt to all these new changes so changed only in Korea though yes Yes, sorry, I didn't mention that, Krampus, but these changes would only be happening for Fortnite in Korea. Fortnite in America would stay the same. Fortnite in Korea, however, would have to change to um, a completely different version of the game or even just get rid of the Battle Royale mode of the game in Korea altogether. One of the two. But Korea is a huge market for gaming. Uh, Exactly, Krampus. Exactly. Korea is a very big market for gaming, so I have to see... I'm very excited about that. Um, anyways, how did we get onto that? Right, Nintendo Switch having Fortnite. Anywho, back to you mm-hmm. on Nintendo's conference. Sorry, I went on a tangent about that for a second. Go back to the Nintendo conference. Uh, I didn't really have much else to say. It was just, I was like, hey, Smash, and I'm happy about it. Though, I do want to see what else they have. Because uh, did I already mention that uh, Smash has every single character that Smash? I think you mentioned that last week. If not, you've mentioned it now. Yeah, they it, every character that existed in one game, two game, like even if they were there for just one game, like Pichu, they're mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, and, which I'm very happy about. That's exciting. Yeah, and that makes it so that we have three freaking links. <laughs> yeah, that as well. We got adult link, young link, and then toon link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm kind of disappointed with how they made uh, Ganondorf, his design. He's more... Yeah, in Brawl and the last one, he was in his Twilight princess form. So very big, very imposing, like very well thought out. Uh, Just, I don't know, just really appealing. Like he he radiated power. And then they switched him over to his... uh, Melee look? Nope. To his Orcrean of Time. Oh. Where he has a gigantic freaking nose. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I get why they did it, but he doesn't look, have that same feel of power that he should. Fair enough. I actually don't know what Ocarina of Time Ganondorf looks like. I know what Super Smash Bros. Melee Ganondorf looks like, and I know what, um, I can't uh, the he, form kind. Was he in Melee? I don't, yeah. He yeah, was he was in, in, I, I guess he was a he, Falcon copy. Exactly. I was yeah. gonna say he had the exact same move set as Captain Falcon, which is a little disappointing, but he was there. <laughs> yeah. 
He might have had his uh, Orchid of Time in that one. I have no idea yeah, what he, he looked. probably did. I have no idea. I just know he was there. So... Yeah. Okay, well then... Uh, oh, so if he looked like Ocarina of Time Melee, then he'll look exactly the same as I know him looking like. The, uh, that's the only version of him I know. That version and the the first version of him where he's basically wolf wolf out of kindred in um, Breath of the Wild. I don't know what he looks like beside for that because I haven't fought in him yet and I haven't watched any videos of the fight because spoilers, so... Yeah, I'm actually. I don't, I don't actually, know. If, I don't know if he changes either. I, maybe you just fight the giant wolf head Ganondorf and kill honestly, him that way. I don't know. I don't know. But have you even gotten into the castle yet? No, uh, not yet. I gotten all four of the guardians, and I've just been doing side quests since I haven't gone to the castle <laughs> yet because I'm. I don't feel I'm ready. I don't want to go. I. A, I don't feel like I'm ready, and B, I don't want to finish the game yet. I'm not ready to finish the game, and I'm sure beating know, him in right? the castle would quote-unquote finish the game. I'm sure, again, you could go off and do side quests even after it, but after that, it's like, well, what's the point now? I don't have the big mm-hmm. end goal to work towards anymore. I've already done that. Why would I go off and do all the side quests? I want to do all the side quests and then finish the game in its entirety, well, not like in its entirety doing every because that would mean finding all the Kokoroko seeds which fuck that noise and hell no <laughs> and yeah so anyways um the tropical nerd says hi I'm new and the only other small podcast is a pro Trump Christian talk show so I'd rather talk to this one so I'm here <laughs> wonderful <laughs> <laughs> well the tropical nerd uh we are in Canada so Trump is not even a thing here we have Trudeau we have a different tea and we rarely, if ever, talk about politics here in this podcast. So happy you're joining us here, Tropical Nerd. Uh, feel free to voice in on anything we're talking about. Uh, primarily, we talk about video games and entertainment-based stuff. But we are an unstructured podcast, and we'll talk about whatever we feel like talking about. So, I mean, even just a couple of minutes ago, we were talking about um, Court, about PUBG versus Fortnite. Technically still video games, but, you know, you can do whatever you like. So... Thank you for coming down, Tropical Nerd, and uh, feel free to chat with anybody in chat and with myself and Refixix. Where were we? Where were we talking about? Uh, damn it, Tropical Nerd! Now you've completely thrown me off my course. What were we just talking about? Not beating Legend of Zelda. Right. Yes. Not beating Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So like, once I've done all the side quests that I have, that I oh fucking Christ! Whew. Thanks for the for the follow, Tropical Nerd. Jesus Christ! That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Thank you for that. Can we get some? Uh, schools in chat for the Tropical Nerd. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate you being here, my dude. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I just, I want to do the side quests that I have in my inventory right now and just finish those. And I also apparently need to return to the bridge with the dragon and go find those things you were telling me about a couple of weeks ago. I can't even remember what they were. Uh, wells? No, not wells. Um... I can't... What were they? Oh, the springs. The springs. Oh, that the was springs? it. Yeah, because I didn't even know they existed until you told me about them, and I was like, oh, shit, I've uncovered the entire map, and I've never once visited any of these springs. So, shit, I gotta do that now. So... Yeah, you do have to go to each of the dragons, and you actually have to... Wait. Shoot. Hold on. Each of the dragons? There's more than one? Hell yeah. Wow, I have not explored There's the map the well. One, the blue one and the red one. Okay, I think the only one I know is the yellow one on that very long, narrow bridge across the lake. Uh, do you want me to spoil where the other ones are? Uh, no. Uh, what I'll get you to do, and we'll do this off podcast, just point out where they are on the map, 
and then I'll just oh, go yeah. there. Sure. Don't tell me like what dragon is there or anything. Just be like, this is a point of interest, and maybe this is also a point of interest. And I'll be like, okay, great. And then I'll gear myself up to the teeth and go wander. So <laughs> we'll do that. Oh man. Um, I will warn you though. You will have to fight Lionels in Hyrule Castle. Well, fuck that noise then. <laughs> oh, wait, I, in, I, I wait, know, wait, right? hold on. This... In Hyrule Castle, have you already fought in Ganondorf? No, I've gone in it and I've been like running around. Oh, okay. And kind of just seeing what I can find. And so far, it's a lot of freaking turrets. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> and, like, stronger ones than the one than the. Fr- oh, that are just heads. Uh, sorry, you cut out for those last couple of seconds. You said stronger ones then, and then you blanked for a bit. Oh, uh, stronger than just the heads. You know, like the guardians oh, that don't okay. have legs. Oh, fantastic. Anymore. Great, because that's what I need in my life. Stronger turrets than those. Wonderful. Uh, well, crap, but, you, you have the Master Sword, so you should be fine. I literally just got the Master Sword. And then I haven't <laughs> I haven't opened up the game since getting the Master Sword. Do you have the Master Sword yet? Hell yeah. Oh, nice. I grinded <laughs> so hard as soon as I found that. I was like, <laughs> I want the Master Sword! <laughs> um, I'm sure you already know this, but just keep in mind, the Master Sword does break, just like every other weapon you use. Break. Quote, unquote, break. You can go see someone and get it fixed, but it does break. Uh, no. You don't. It just recharges. Are you sure? Because I read online that the yes. sword does fully break and shatter, and there's someone in some village you can visit, and they will remake that, the sword. That are... Uh, are. Those are the... Uh, what are they called? The, the champion weapons that you get. Okay. I, yeah. d- I don't know the champion well. Oh! Wait, any of the champion weapons? You can get the... Oh, holy shit! So, so like, um... Mifa's trident, if that breaks, mm-hmm. I can go see one and get Mifa's trident fixed? Yep. Oh, great. Because I've been carrying that goddamn trident in my inventory this whole time, not using it, until I got the mount in my house built, and then I got that, and I put it right fucking dead center. Well, now I, I know... I still th- haven't gotten the house. Damn you. What have I been doing with my life? Apparently running around, <laughs> killing Lynels, running away from turrets. Goddamn you. Yeah, I don't run away from the turrets unless they're up at a place where I can't get them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Tropical hey. Nerd says, Beating a game always kind of makes you feel empty. Just beat Fallout 4, and now I've gotten Sean. What's the point? Question mark. Spoilers for Fallout 4, which has been out for a while, but spoilers. Uh, what's the point? I get you there's still stuff to do. It just seems pointless. I'm kind of the same way, Tropical Nerd. Um, if, like... Games like Skyrim or Fallout 4 or just any open world game where you have like side quests and main storylines, I will always, like I'll do a little bit of the main quest just to get a feel for the story and like the main idea of the game, but then like about midway through the what I feel like is probably about midway through the final story, I will just stop and I'll just do ass loads of side quests for two reasons. One, I want to experience the full scope of the game and two, I like to be well over leveled so that when I go into something, I can just beat the ever-living shit out of them and not have to worry about, like, did I grind enough for this? And just go in, like, yeah, I've grinded well enough for this. So <laughs> I do I do it that way. And then right before I get to the very end, then I just do a quick once-over, see if there's any fun things in my quest line that I want to do. And then usually I'll also check online and just be like, fun things to do or, like, ten things you should definitely do in insert game here. 
And then if they, any, any of them look appealing, I will do those. And if they don't, all right, time to finish. And I'll go beat the game and call it that. So I share your opinion on that, Tropical Nerd. So, uh, all, Tropical Nerd also says you can skip the Lynels pretty easily. Wonderful. Yes, you can. Uh, you just don't go into the little cage rooms. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the rooms with cages are where Lynels are being caged. No, they, they're, they're, they're like giant... Uh, they're like turrets. Like they're on the walls. Okay. Kind of. Like spire parts. And they have one entrance. And yeah. Okay. Don't go in there. I see. <laughs> <laughs> the first time... And you're like forced to fight it. Because if you try and run... There's nowhere to run. You can't oh. climb away. You can't... Yeah, you, you have to fight. Them. Oh, great. Walls like, aren't climbable in there either? Fantastic. Uh, they're not... Not exactly. It's just that there's the overhangs. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so you can climb, but not very far. It doesn't do you much good. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, Tropical Nerd says, I think you might have confused the shield with the Master Sword. I haven't gotten the shield yet. I don't know where to get the shield. I haven't either. I have not gotten the Hillian shield yet. Hmm. Apparently it's busted as hell. Probably. I mean, it's the Hylian, Hylian, Helian, whatever the fuck, shield. Of course it's busted, just like the Master Sword. That was a big, powerful whoosh, attack. And it's also busted, so. Um, I, Actually, I don't... It, it, it is literally busted. Like, it's all pitted and stuff when you first take it out. That's true. It is <laughs> rusted and old. I mean, it's been stuck in the ground for a hundred years, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sushi says, I don't know, I like beating a game before doing all the side quests. I treat it like the main campaign is a movie, and the rest of the quests are episodes of a series. I feel like it's more of an epilogue. Okay, that's an interesting way of treating it. I can I can see that. Interesting way of treating it. But I don't share the same opinion. But I appreciate yours. Uh, Tropical Nerd says, How do you guys feel about Fallout 76? I know a lot of people are on the fence about it being online, but I'm optimistic. I think Bethesda can pull it off. I don't personally have much um, thoughts or opinions about Fallout 76. I've always been more of a Elder Scrolls fan from Bethesda than a Fallout fan from Bethesda. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed Fallout 3 and I enjoy what I've played so far of Fallout 4. I haven't really played it in a while. Uh, Refixix actually will have a lot more to discuss on this because he is way more of a Fallout fan than I am. So Refixix, take it away. Your thoughts and opinions and your feelings about Fallout 76. Uh, like you said, there's a lot of people that are on the fence about being online and not a true uh, Fallout experience. And I agree with that, but they're taking it in a really, really, really different way, which I think, like you said, they can pull it off. Bethesda has the time, the cash, which is really important for a server-based game, mm -hmm. and the vision for it. Like they know what they want. They know what they generally how they're going to do it. And I feel like they're going to be able to pull off an enjoyable experience. Whether or not that experience gets old after getting nuked for the 30th time, that's to be said. But I do like the idea of running around with my buddies in giant power armor, killing anything that moves or calls us a dick, or has slept with our mom. <laughs> that's fair. And that's one thing I will say. Um, for the longest time, like, playing Bethesda games is always feels great. Playing Fallout or Skyrim has always felt fantastic. And, like, I remember, you might not remember this, but a long-ass time ago, back when I lived at home in Whitecourt, 
and we both lived there. You would come, you would came over to my house one time, and I was playing Skyrim on my Xbox 360 on the TV, and you were playing Skyrim on your laptop on the couch, and we were both playing Skyrim together, doing our own quests, and you kept on boasting about how quick your fucking loadings were because you were on the PC version and I was on the Xbox 3C version. But let's be honest, I, I, I was mean, right. you are right, of course. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> denying that, but. And that, and that was a join, an enjoyable experience. We weren't playing the game together, but we were still playing the game together, if that makes any sense. So for Bethesda to finally make a Bethesda game from one of their main games online, it kind Elder of... Elder Scrolls Online. Oh yeah, that's true, but, but it's not the same. Elder Scrolls Online is not the same as, like, Skyrim would be if it was online, or Fallout would be if it was yeah. online. It's, it's very different. So I can't. I don't really count that. It's an okay MMO, but it's not what I would envision Skyrim Online to be. Or and so, but yeah. uh, I had another opinion about that. Oh, that's right. Um, not uh, just a quick question for you. Have mm-hmm. Bethesda shown any in-game footage of Fallout seventy six at all? Yes. Okay. Yes, they have. Okay. I haven't seen any, so I wasn't sure if they if it was all just talk and just like promo photos. No, uh, there has been tra- gameplay trailers, uh, and it looks great. Oh, okay. Honestly. I have I have not watched any of them, so I'll have to do that. It looks like a good time, and honestly, just being able to build your own little base, and then if uh, Pussy Destroyer sixty nine is being a dickhead, you go nuke him after doing like uh, what would be considered a raid. Mm-hmm. So if he's being a dickhead and you're like, I want to destroy everything he's ever loved, you can go do that. <laughs> you you can go do that, parentheses, as long as you have the ability to. Because that's the big thing with MMOs, is that if that person has grinded for 87 hours and you've grinded for 10, doesn't matter how good you are at the game, they will have better equipment and better weaponry than you are. Which, I'm just going to go on a quick little that's side note. That's the nukes come in. As long as you have the nukes, that's the thing, though. You have to have you the nukes. You need codes to have the nukes. And where are you going to get these? You get pieces of the code from doing uh, things. So hold on. Um, by killing things that have that code on them. Okay. But that begs the question, how are these codes going to work then? So does, like, are these everybody things... Can, everybody needs a piece. You need to bring all the pieces that you gathered together, then you can open it and get in there and launch the nuke. Okay. But you can steal them, quote unquote. Steal the steal the pieces people. or steal the nukes? Steal the pieces of the puzzle. Okay. I'm assuming that would be like let's say you're have you have two pieces of the puzzle on your person. I come by, hit you with a goddamn fat man mini nuke or something, you drop them in your inventory and I just steal two pieces from you. I'm assuming it works that way. Uh it could. Yeah. Okay. I don't so see that, why I wouldn't. So, but that begs the question then, um, going back to the dude has 87 grinded hours, you have 10, um, and you just happen to find all these pieces, however, and then you can use a nuke. Um, I, again, I, I don't, they probably haven't announced this, but how often would these nukes respawn? Because once you have the codes, I guarantee you can't just, you have the codes now, you have an endless supply of nukes. Or mm, it's just like, yeah, because no. you have the code, you launch a nuke, you can use another nuke, seven... IRL hours later, and because you still have the codes, boom, another nuke. My assumption is that would be overpowered. No, the codes, basically... I would imagine, would reset. 
I would I would think they'd reset every time as well, and they'd have to be in different places each time. Otherwise, the moment anyone finds a code, post on Reddit, hey, by the way, all the codes are in these locations, and they update every blank amount of hours. Um, it would be the smart thing to randomize where they are and what to kill to get them, and then maybe not randomize how often nukes could go. But I still want to go on a quick little tangent on how Sea of Thieves does things, and I know a lot of people are very, very against this, and I was at first, but I totally am behind it now. Whereas, no matter how long you've been playing Sea of Thieves, everyone is on the same playing field. Everyone has the same weaponry, same sword, blunderbuss, sniper rifle, pistol, ships, everything. Everyone has the exact same things, so it doesn't so everyone's on the same playing field. And while a lot of people don't like this because it feels like your progression doesn't really mean anything except for cosmetics, it also it doesn't it it really helps with new players is the thing I love the most. And I've seen a lot of Reddit posts about people when the Hungering Deep come out came out uh, with the Megalodon ship and a couple peep a couple people joined the game and like bought the game to try out the Hungering Deep and they were able to jump right in and do it right off the bat with the exact same weaponry as their buddies that have been playing it since launch which is fantastic because then new players don't feel excluded which is a huge problem for MMO based games like for WoW you come into like WoW right now and I think they've had this for a while as well when you start a game of WoW you have to you're, you start your level at level 1 as any MMO pretty much but one you can grind all the way up to level 110 that's max level and then according to like um, friends I know that play WoW once you reach a level 110 that's when the game actually starts and you can do all these crazy raids and crazy quests and stuff for max level characters but it's a lot of fucking grinding to level to get to level 110 and on top of that um, again I don't know how long WoW has had this but once you make your account you can pay I think I can't remember how much it was but it was like $80 or something Canadian, mind you, $80 Canadian to immediately make your character level 110. And then you can do all these amazing quests and everything that are only l limited to people that are level 110. And I get it. It's a way for new players to fast track and play with their friends that have been grinding playing this game for hours and days on end. But if someone like doesn't have a whole lot of money and they start playing WoW and they just get really, really sick of the grind trying to get to a level 110, they're going to stop playing because everyone around them is doing all these awesome quests that are level 110 and they've been playing the game for years. And see if Thieves gets that right. Or if you buy the game today and you hop in, you and everybody else in the entire world have access to everything that you want. All the weapons, all the quests, cos cosmetics, everything. The only limit is how much money you've made in-game. And money only unlocks cosmetics. But every, no matter when you start the game, you are on the same playing field as everybody else. And I think that's great. And I'm very, very happy about that. I wasn't at the beginning because I was in the same mindset of there's no progression. It feels like you're, the only thing you're working towards is getting Pirate Legend. But even having Pirate Legend is more of a status than an actual in-game bonus. But I like it now because no matter when you jump into Sea of Thieves you can enjoy it to the full extent that everybody else has been enjoying it since launch I'm very happy about that so uh, the probably the Lord Ghost Cat says the codes probably get consumed that would make sense as well the moment you open the door to the nukes boom codes are just vanished because you've already used it why would you need to have it again so that would make sense <clears throat> are there any indie games you guys are excited for coming out of E3 I honestly haven't um, 
heard or looked at any indie games from E3. Uh, so Lord Ghost, uh, sorry, that was Ibitsushi that said that. Uh, do you know of any indie games coming out of E3, Refixix? Uh, no, I don't actually, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, Sushi, both of us have no idea what indie games were announced or coming out of E3, my apologies. Uh, uh, the Tropical Nerd, if you're an older else, if you're an old, uh, sorry, not an older Scrolls fan, if you're an Elder Scrolls fan, then have you seen the teaser for, um, the Elder Scrolls 6? Yes. Yes, I have. I'm super hyped, super excited, I'm also super disappointed, because literally all they fucking showed was a big open valley and the Elder Scrolls 6. And that was it. And then in the description of the video it said, now in development, didn't even say that on the goddamn screen, but I mean... To be fair, you can take that video as being, hey, by the way, guys, we're working on this game now. But, like, no year announced, no month, no date, not even if it's going to be in the 21st fucking century, just Elder Scrolls 6. And the description of the video, now in development. Thanks, Bethesda. Hey, they're, they're just covering their ass, okay? I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Thanks, Bethesda. You've told us that a game is now in development. You haven't told us dick all else. That was, like... That was it. I mean, like, even the opening, like, valley view wasn't distinctly anywhere, like, that you could be like, oh, that's definitely Valenwood, or, like, fucking Morrowind, which wouldn't make sense, because Morrowind's already been done. But, like, you can't, it, it looks like Skyrim, but you know it's not Skyrim, because that'd be dumb for them to make an Elder Scrolls Six Skyrim 2.0, so, I, just, I don't know. It's <laughs> a <laughs> funny thing that you say that, because... There's been <laughs> memes like, uh... Like... Then your character goes in and then does a flashback to out to <laughs> fucking Skyrim and that's the game. Wow. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Todd Howard, you've done it again. <laughs> God damn it. Ugh. Uh, Ipatsushi says, um, MMO games are more about the progression of your character and going through the grind. I agree. I do agree most MMO games are about the grind, but to be fair, they're because they're more about the grind, they're not that welcoming to new players who feel so insignificant and small based on everybody else around them. And again, you could argue that, well, if you want to be big and powerful like everybody else, you got to grind just like everybody else. With World of Warcraft, it's a little bit different because most people are whales and just start a new character, boom, pay $80, and boom, you're max level, and just go that way. But that's that's a different type of game. So that's my opinion. Um, Lord Ghost Cat, Tori, you really have flawed notions about game development. Okay. Uh, Lord Ghost Cat, it is honestly probably ha it honestly probably hasn't even made it out of the concept stages. Um, Bethesda said it was now in development in the YouTube video they announced. In the description of the YouTube video put out by Bethesda, it says it is now in development. So, which would have the concept stage? Could be That's the same thing. thing. Could be the same thing. Is, I don't know. Yeah, concept is still development, like he said. Okay, but concept is still in development. I'm just telling you what the YouTube description says. Bethesda's YouTube video description says Elder Scrolls 6 is now in development. Whatever they want to take that as, if that's the concept stages, then fine. If that's the development stage, then fine. It's whatever they said it is, which is now in development. 
whatever they want in development to be is what it is. So, uh, the Tropical Nerd. You will be able to play uh, The Elder Scrolls VI in 76 since it will release in 2177. Great. I'll be dead by 2177, but thank you. <laughs> um, exclamation mark uptime doesn't work anymore, 8-bit sushi, because the bot is no longer part of this stream. So, but the stream has been live for 53 minutes and 3 seconds. There you go. Uh, the podcast will be going for a little bit longer than that because we've been doing 10 minutes of intro, so we still have a little bit of time left. Don't worry about that. Um, moving on. So we've t- basically talked a little bit more about um, Fallout. Uh, Fallout. We've talked about Fallout 76. We talked about Fortnite versus mm-hmm. Paddle, Fortnite versus PUBG. Uh, we talked a little bit about Smash Brothers and Nintendo. We did more E3 news. Ooh, um, going back to Smash Brothers, I'm a little disappointed that in the trailer for Smash Brothers Ultimate, they showcase Cloud being in the game, but they don't showcase Sephiroth being in the game, which to me is really disappointing because I love Sephiroth more than I enjoy Cloud. Don't get me wrong, Cloud's a great character and all. Buster Sword, spiky hair, wolf thing. He's cool. He's a cool character. But Cloud and Sephiroth are technically the same person. You can't have Cloud without Sephiroth. You can't have Sephiroth without Cloud. So for Smash Brothers and Nintendo to put in Cloud and not Sephiroth, you have 50% of a person, and you don't even have the good 50% of the person, which is disappointing. So <laughs> I have a grudge against Nintendo for that. And I really hope Sephiroth is like in the game and they just didn't showcase him because big spoiler. It's a possibility. It is a possibility because But that I would can't be nice. imagine how much they paid to get just Cloud in the game. I mean, fair, but it's... Why would you take Cloud and not Sephiroth? They're the same person. It's the light and the dark of a person. I don't know about person. Final Fantasy stuff. Oh. I don't know anything about that. Okay, well, a lot... It's probably down to the rights. That's it's all it, of this. It could be. But it, long story short, that's, it's like Cloud and Sephiroth. Cloud is the light version of a person, and Sephiroth is the dark version of a person. They're, they're two parts of one person. And they're in constant battle with each other, is the thing. And that's my whole deal is like you have to if you have one you have to have the other so I'm disappointed that they don't have the good half But it makes me sad tropical nerd says unless Nintendo puts fat Albert and Goku in smash. I'm not sold Um, Unfortunately, I don't think Goku Was in any other smash brothers, and I think he'd be broken in smash (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's another thing I was gonna ask about I was gonna ask Yes, Fat Albert. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask if you ever had an inkling of an idea to try uh, Fighter Z. Oh, is that that new um, game they showcased at E3? No. no. It's a game that's been out for a couple months now, or oh. six months now. Did you show it to me? No. No? Uh, it's, the, it's the Dragon Ball Z fighter game, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. I'm I'm thinking fun. of something else. I'm thinking of something completely different. That never mind. Um, I've just never been a f- like a 2D fighter game person. Like Mortal Kombat, Skullgirls, Marvel, um, whatever the fucking mobile fighter game is. I just I've never been a fan of them. I enjoyed. See? I think the, like the last one I enjoyed was like Mortal Kombat Armageddon, which I think was like for PlayStation Two, and I enjoyed it just a little bit. 
but I just I just kind of grew away from 2D fighters for the longest time, and I just don't really play them anymore. I don't find an enjoyment in them. See, I was the same way, and then I, I just randomly played uh, Fighter Z at uh, uh, at a buddy's place, and it's like, wow, this is really fun. <laughs> Maybe hard I mean, as hell, but really fun. <laughs> I, I might be willing to try it. I've just I've never, I can't see myself enjoying it, and it's not like like they could like someone could announce tomorrow like, hey, we're making a Kingdom Hearts fighter game. <laughs> I'd be like, fucking why? I don't understand. <laughs> but, and but like the sad thing is, I probably wouldn't even play it. Kingdom Hearts, yay, great, fantastic. But I probably wouldn't play it just because it's a fighter game. It's just, I just don't enjoy them. But if I'm ever in a room where Fighters is available, I will play it in honor of you. Yeah. I probably won't play it for long, <laughs> but I'll play it in honor of you. Just um, play Krillin. It'll be okay. Sounds good. Krillin, you got it. Apatsushi <laughs> um, asks, All right, I got a question. I recently got Skyrim and started up a thief character who I've been really enjoying. My question is, what's your favorite character type to play as in Skyrim or other games like it? Uh, I'm going to let you go first, Refixix, because I don't know. I'm going to think about that. Oh, come on. We both know what kind of character you No, 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 no. I mean, yes, I can see where you're going with this, and I know what you're going to answer. <laughs> but in my current Skyrim playthrough, in my current Skyrim playthrough that I've been playing on stream, I've been playing a Khajiit, who is a sneaky assassin thief, and I've only been using daggers and magic, something I very, very often do not do. So, yeah, I was gonna say that's very uh, off. I have one. I only. Track. I have one sword, and it's a Halo Energy sword because it was fun. But Get like, the hell out of here with your <laughs> damn freaking mods. But everything else I've been doing has been strictly magic and daggers, and that's it. Oh, and bows, but whatever. But everything else has been strictly magic and daggers, which is a very, very different playthrough, and that's what I wanted to do, and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. So. Usually, fine, I guess we're doing with my answer now. Usually, I'm all about fucking beast mode, running in, screaming with a two-handed weapon, fucking bringing the axe and and two-handed sword down on your goddamn head, watching it split in half while I scream and cover myself in your blood. And that's fun as shit as too. <laughs> it's fun as hell. But That's literally you in a nutshell, though. <laughs> it really is. But I just, I've recently been really enjoying playing as a thief. It's different, and I just... The thing is, normally in games that offer magic, if if it's like, hey, this game has magic, that's cool. Do you have swords? Yes, thank you, going that way. And I'll just take the swords and armor, because I, I can't be bothered to deal with magic and mana and all that bullshit. It's just... That's just how I am. But it's... I'm starting to venture a bit more into that, and it's okay. It, it can be enjoyable. Except for when you get into a fight with a brute. And he starts hitting you, and you're like, wow, I have no fucking health because I've invested so much garbage shit into mana. That's great. But then, like, halfway through the fight, I realize, oh, wait, shit, I could just, you know, equip heal onto my left hand and then just fucking hold down left trigger for the entirety of this fight, and I'll be fine. But <laughs> you usually don't think about that until you've died twice, and you're like, oh, wait, I've been investing in magic. What am I doing? But anyways, that's my answer. Most of the time, I am a brute force fucking curb stomping character. But I'm venturing. I'm I'm <laughs> getting outside my box. You may proceed with your answer, Refixix. Uh, probably the one I played the most was the bow assassin type. You know, like mm. not using daggers and whatnot, but strictly like bow and arrow. That's Fair enough. main. That's the one that I usually did. 
Uh, I do enjoy the magic, though. Uh, I usually do the battle mage where I don't wear, like, the robes and whatnot. But I kind of just run at people with... Oh! That's a lie. My favorite one so far has been the summoner. Because I just summoned two Daedra Lords at once, and it'd be like, go ah, yes. kill that guy. Fair enough. <laughs> completely <laughs> that forgot is my favorite just, one. I completely forgot about summons. I haven't done any I summons know, in right? my current... I could probably do oh. summons in my current playthrough. I've been investing into magic, but... Eh. Might do the it. The thing about that is that once you hit, hit the max level for it, you can do the... I can do... Uh, two instead of just one so you just summon them both at the same time you have no mana left and then you just like eh go kill these guys I'm gonna go sneak over here <laughs> lovely <laughs> gonna go sneak over here wait until they're dead loot their corpses and carry on literally <laughs> wonderful uh, the tropical nerd says okay don't know if you guys are into comics too but if you are who would win dark side or th- or dark seed or Thanos I think it's side is it side? I don't know. Um, I'm not into comics. Um, I to to be to clarify. I love Marvel and I love DC. I tend to lean more to DC, except for recently their movies have been a little lacking, which I'm disappointed about. I wish they started making movies like the Dark Knight trilogy, which was fucking excellent. Please bring back, um, shit. What was the name of the director for that? Nolan. Nolan? No, it wasn't Nolan. Um, chat, help me. Who was the director for the Dark Knight trilogy? Who also did Inception? Who also did Dunkirk? Who is that director? Someone, please help me. Bring back that director into the DC universe. Not even just for Batman, but just for DC films. And I'll start loving DC films again because I would I would like to love DC films again. Except Suicide Squad left a lot to be like enjoyed. And same with Battleman. Battleman. Jesus Christ. Battleman versus. Superman, <laughs> Batman versus Superman, which I was super hyped for, and then was just kind of meh. Wonder Woman, however, Wonder Woman was fucking fantastic. If you haven't watched Wonder Woman, I would highly recommend you do so. That one was great. I would do that. Christopher Nolan, thank you, Sushi. That's the director. Bring back Christopher Nolan to the DC universe. Have him direct DC films, and you guys will be fit as rain. That'd be wonderful. So, I like DC and Marvel films. Comics, no freaking clue. I have never read a Marvel or DC comic in my life. I'm only accustomed to the film universe. My apologies. I'm pretty sure Refix 6 is the same way. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, I don't know who would win in that fight, nerd. That is completely on you. Uh, Lord Ghost Cat. But if Skyrim had better dual wield or even sword mechanics in general, I'd probably play a fighter archetype. Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention that Lord Ghost Cat said that he usually played the mage because he likes the versatility. So, and that's fair. I agree. Um, uh, Ape Sushi says Wonder Woman was good. I agree. Ape Sushi also says way better than effing Buttman and so- Soap Man or Superman, Soap Man, Soup Man, whatever man. Same diff. <laughs> Same diff. Same um, diss. <laughs> yeah, I also think DC kind of messed up with how, because Marvel has been building on their. Um, on their universe for a very long time ever since Iron Man 1 came out which was 10 goddamn years ago which is freaking incredible to think of but they've had a lot of time and a lot of movies to develop their universe whereas DC kind of just bum rushed into it to try and compete with Marvel because 
they were falling behind. So Batman never got a solo film with Ben Affleck as Batman. They just squeezed him into the big Batman versus Superman. And there wasn't as much buildup. Whereas, like, to compare it against um, the Avengers, uh, the first Avengers film, you had Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, and... Was it Iron Man? Iron Man 2, Thor... Was there an, Oh, and Captain America, the the first Avenger. You had four films leading up to the Avengers to build up for that film. Whereas Batman vs. Superman, you had Man of Steel. And I think that's actually it. No, sorry. No. Yes. Yes, that's it. You had Man of Steel, and then it was Batman vs. Superman. And then after Batman vs. Superman, they did Suicide Squad. And they did Wonder Woman. But And then they did... um, Did they do a second Man of Steel? No. No, they did not. So DC just kind of lagged behind and didn't really build up towards the greatest clash for DC ever. Batman vs. Superman should be the greatest clash in the DC universe, but it wasn't because it wasn't built up well enough. They needed more time to grow and to like the characters. Like you were thrown into like, hey, Ben Affleck is Batman. The first time you're going to see him, not in his own film, not against Superman who already had a solo film. It's kind of like, why? Like just... Instead of trying to compete against Marvel and, like, do, fight that fight, build up your own universe and build and put your feet into the dirt and build up a good storyline and do it that way. But unfortunately, that's not how the movie industry works and everything's about competition. So that was kind of DC's downfall in that part, but... Uh, uh, Tropical Nerd says, got to leave, guys. We'll definitely tune in next time. Don't you worry, Tropical Nerd, before you head out, if you already ha- if you haven't already head out, the podcast runs every Monday from 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time till 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, this stream, however, that you're watching, uh, my stream, I normally stream five days a week, four hours streams from 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time till midnight Pacific Standard Time, with the exception of Tuesdays and Wednesdays being tomorrow and the next day. I do a variety of different games. You can check out past broadcasts down below, or you can check out my YouTube channel where I have a couple compilations of games I've played. The Twitch Times with Tor, there's videos one and video two. You can check those out for games I've played. If you're just interested in the podcast, come back next week around this time, an hour ago, on Monday, and you can check us out there. Uh, we're actually just about to wrap up the podcast here. We have three minutes left. I think that's about all I had to talk about for DC and Marvel. I was going to say, um, I I didn't even mention the uh, the whole Martha. Did you ever watch Batman vs. Superman, Jackson? Mm-hmm. You did? Okay. I never mentioned the whole stupid plot twist of how Martha, being both their mother's names, was just such a dumb trope. But do you have any opinions on that? No. No? Yeah, me either. I was just like... It's really disappointing that that was what made them stop fighting. It's like, oh, Martha, both our mothers' names are Martha. We better stop. It's like, why? But I'm not going to get into that. That's just really, really, really lazy story writing. But whatever. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the story writer thought that would be super cool and super awesome if we had it like both their mothers' names Martha, and that's what brings them together. But it's like, in hindsight, maybe that was a cool idea. But if you just look at the reviews, it definitely wasn't. And nobody else thinks so. So, unfortunately. Uh, 8-Bit Sushi, I went and bought their shitty cereal, went to the theater in my Batman pajama pants and Superman jacket. I'm very sorry for you, Sushi. I'm very sorry for you. Uh, and with that said, 
I have no further comments on anything. Do you have any last comments you want to talk about? Do we have a little bit of time for fix six? Or Jackson, whoever you are. You're both. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um... No. <laughs> Lovely. Wonderful. And I'm the eloquent one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known. This is the eloquent one. <laughs> uh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, normally this is where we'd answer any questions we have gotten on the Anchor app, podcast app. Uh, but like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I haven't gotten the first episode onto Anchor yet. Just to clarify... First podcast, thank you for the clap. Appreciate you. The first episode of the podcast uh, revamp will be live tomorrow, June 19th, 2018. And then this podcast you're currently listening to will be live on both YouTube and Anchor and any other podcast app you listen to June 20th. Oh, oh, excuse me. Also 2018. And then the next podcast after that will be uh, showing up live here on the Twitch channel June 25th. And then it'll be live on Anchor the day after, June 26th. Thank you guys so much for watching. And if you're listening on Anchor, thank you so much for listening. Leave your um, questions and comments in the comment section down below. Or leave us a voicemail message with your question on the Anchor app. And we'll be sure to answer them next week on the podcast. You can watch the podcast live at www.twitch.tv slash winglessvalkyrie. It runs every Monday from 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time till 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you miss it, no worries. It is available on YouTube at Wingless Valkyrie and on Anchor and any other podcast app you listen to at the Wings and Riffs podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you guys next week. Oh, sorry, just before I end, forgot to mention, the stream will continue for another three hours with regular Wingless Valkyrie streams. We're just going to take a quick five-minute break for the podcast to end for us to switch over. Are you interested in playing some League of Legends, Jackson, or are you heading off to bed? play at least one fantastic we'll be doing some league of legends so if you'd like to stick around for that you're welcome to if you're listening on anchor or watching on youtube then you obviously can't stick around for that you've already missed out but that's okay come by next week and join us again thank you so much for watching and we will catch you guys later have a good one everybody good night bye bye